Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. Yes, it was 4 p.m. today, but that's because of time changes in the U.S. and we're going to catch up in, in the U.K. from next week. So from next week, it's going to be 5 p.m. Uh, but today and last week, it was 4 p.m. Anyway, I'm your host, Anu, and I use this platform to share not just expert, but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to, if you don't make it to the PPC Chat Live this discussions and even if you do then like follow share retweet on that's right twitter with the handle the marketing anu and not just on twitter but also on linkedin so yeah follow the hashtag the marketing anu all my posts are on the marketing have the marketing anu um as as uh, as a hashtag in there so you can see all my posts on there as well and just follow me on my name anu addict bola lovely you know always welcome to get new connections so just send one my way and for quotes from your previous podcast, from the previous podcast, and um, you know, follow our dedicated podcast Instagram page as well on at PPC Chat Round underscore Roundup. That's PPC Chat underscore Roundup. So today we have um, we're led by the lovely Julie Bicini, um, co-hosted by John Lee, who's the head of evangelism at Microsoft Ads, and we're talking about. Have you guessed it yet? Yeah, it's Microsoft ads um so yeah we talk about google a lot here you know about the automations their plans for data privacy and as ppc kirk calls it what the flock is flock with his tiktok video you need to check that out um uh, so yeah it feels like microsoft has been left out um, a little bit so um yeah it's great to hear some strategies the experts are working on today so yeah so let's get into it. So Julie welcomes us all today saying, you know, thank you all for joining and guest host um, John Lee from Microsoft Ads. We will be talking about all things Microsoft advertising today. John will introduce himself. But how are you doing today? John goes, yeah, doing OK. Warmer weather, windows open and seeing the sun is definitely a plus. And he goes, yes. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining PPC Chat to discuss Microsoft advertising and digital advertising. I'm John, head of evangelism for Microsoft advertising. Um, now Nava replies saying, um, come hang out with the coolest PPC people um, and talk Microsoft advertising with John. I do agree with that. Um, and yeah, Julie goes doing well here today. Spring weather seems to finally be here. Um, regularly March is such a weird month in Philadelphia as well as in London um, and the puppy was able to start back to daycare over the weekend lovely he, um, her, her puppy is a bit of a sprightly one um, I came back from a run I had just been coming back from a run um, when when the chat was um, happening live so yeah it was really nice to have a very surprisingly sunny sunny feel sunny um, sunny yeah walk because yeah it was really nice and bright um, yeah, Julia Vice joins us saying, hi fam, not bad, thanks, ready for warmer weather, vaccines, and maybe, maybe some earlier nights. Um, and yeah, we've got Amanda uh, from Balmer Marketing saying, hi tweeps, I'm awesome, wow, with a Hamilton gif. <laughs> Cami Karish replies, good morning, PBC chat folks, looking forward to talking Microsoft advertising. So yeah, that's all great today. But before we start, um, yeah, Julie makes a note, an amazing note here saying, before we start, this chat is intended for PPC professionals of all levels. If you have something you want to say, please do. We are a friendly and supportive community, so please don't be afraid to participate. Lurkers are, of course, always welcome too. 
Um, and yeah, we get into question one and Julie asks, we have a lot to discuss here, so let's get to it. Are you currently advertising on the Microsoft network for all of your accounts or only some? If only some, why those accounts and not others? And um, yeah, we get our first answers from Sarah Steeman, who goes, um, we are, but we are, but not all of our many um, clients, just a handful as I'm new. Um, at the agency, I'm not sure why this decision has been made, but I can absolutely say it's a relief um, as managing clients is just one ad, pla ad platform. Ensuring things don't go off the rails is still time consuming. My, uh, Michael replies, most of them, I usually recommend it since it has a different audience, mostly older, more desktop heavy and lower competition. Since a lot of times um, competitors don't use it, I usually get a better ROAS, but obviously lower volume. And then we have Glenn Schmelzel replying saying, I'm with um, Melissa McKee. We automatically put new accounts on Microsoft ads. I see only upside by using it. Then we have Melissa McKee replying to question one saying, we love Microsoft ads, great performance and usually lower CPCs than Google. We use it for nearly all our accounts. Um, and to that, John Lee replies, how do your CPAs and other KPIs compare? She goes, CPAs are usually lower simply because of lower CPCs, but often conversion rates are higher too. Um, and then we've got Kami Karish replying saying about half of our paid search accounts. It's simply a budget allocation thing for our small business clients. Um, I go not at the moment, so keen to hear what other people are seeing. And um, yeah, John replies to that. Let's chat later, Anu. Um, yeah, lots to chat about when it comes to that, John. Uh, Doug replies to question one saying, yes, I wish for more accounts in general. I see it as a way to invest more in paid search when Google is maxed out. But we're having some interesting success going the other way around with a financial industry client. Julia Vice replies, yes, we love it for our businesses, folk, business focus audiences and for luxury brands. Um, I think they'll reply to that and camera reset goes same. Julia Vice, yeah, we love an affluent shopper over here um Cameron says yes us too and those clients that target them are much less affected by downturns in the economy so yeah that's a nice tip there sean ellie replies saying yes for most accounts we at least test a microsoft some do very well some don't get much get much traction and we revert the budget back to google um brett replies brett badovsky replies saying i do currently advertise on the microsoft advertising network on behalf of several clients not all clients though some clients can't provide enough budget to support an additional channel which is unfortunate when it is likely to hold value for them so yeah a lot of the time where people don't um, spend money on Microsoft, it's about budget and they're just not um, allocating budget to the channel that doesn't have as much volume, um, which in some sense I can understand, but I feel we have, um, if you're going to get better CPCs and better conversion rates, definitely should give it a shot. Um, a few of my clients don't use it because they have budget limitations and prioritize you-know-who. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned that in the intro. Nava Hopkins replies, um, replies to question one saying, yes, love Microsoft advertising. They innovate on lots of the Google Ads features that frustrate me, plus tend to be cheaper and that better and have better quality conversions. Simpson replies, yes, I do have some accounts on Microsoft Ads, but not all. The reasoning usually depends on the business. B2B can do very well, so I like to test it on Microsoft. For others, it's an expansion opportunity after Google Ads. Julie replies to question one saying, actually, I don't have any active accounts on Microsoft advertising. Ooh, naughty, Julie. Um, it's a budget issue for all accounts. Um, I have pitched it to all of them. So yeah, 
budget volume issues. Bryce Liggins replies to question one saying brand side now, but yes, we're deploying Microsoft ads in every market we serve. And now they won't serve. Got to fix that. Fun times. Sarah Steeman replies to, uh, continues her answer to question one saying in the past when most accounts were Google and Microsoft, admittedly more management effort went into Google because the bulk of the spend was there. Yeah, a lot of the times um, when I was more, more like account manager and was ha- very hands-on with um, um, paid search accounts, it would, it would be, we'll do everything in Google. Like literally, uh, you know, upload ads, do testing, optimize, and then just download and plug the exactly what we've done in Google into Microsoft and not really look at Microsoft as its, as its standalone strategy. Um, and then, yeah, I reply to what um, Jennifer, Jenny Williamson replies, says where she had said, yes, I do have some accounts on Microsoft, but not all. The reason because um, it always depends on the business. B2B can do very well. So I like to test it on Microsoft. For others, it's an expansion opportunity after Google Ads. Um, John replies, yeah, we hear this often. Definitely worth revisiting, um, revising the platform as our demographics are growing well beyond typical B2B. Um, Doug R. R. Thomas replies saying that one thing I'm curious about with demographics is where is there some kind of X percentage of window installs use um, using Bing over Google as their primary search engine. Um, I'm sure it's tied largely to usage of Edge and not changing defaults. Um, and yeah, Julia Vice replies, Pssst, remember that Bing is also a white label. It's not just Bing brand searches, it's Yelp, it's a, it's used to be Siri, lots of searches that look like something else. Bing has some reach. And John replies, yes, and it isn't even a secret, DuckDuckGo among many others. So yeah, Bing has quite a bit of reach. And Sam replies to question one, saying most 90% clients are Microsoft ads, pushing towards 100% as Google continues to remove search terms data. Microsoft has become one of our biggest feeders of negative data plus search query, search term data. So needed. So yeah. <laughs> and um, Nava Hopkins replies to with a give going preach. And then we have um, Julie taking us to question two, saying, what are the top one or two things you are loving on Microsoft advertising? Um, Julia Weiss gets us in straight away, saying, low CPCs and LinkedIn targeting. I have a lot of public sector through my office. So so campaigns with lots of targeting that don't rely on pixels are really important. Navajo Hawkins replies saying that thousand, um, well, in reply to Sam, where Sam had said most 90% clients are on Microsoft ads. Navajo replies a million percent agree is Microsoft advertising is part of the marketing mix because they by and large are transparent with data and give us control over important functions, bids, creatives, etc. And I really hope they continue to do that. Cami replies to question two saying transparency and data, LOL, and tie-ins to very important demographics and LinkedIn. Sean Ellie replies to question two saying support is much better than Google, low CPCs, search term visibility. Yes, there's definitely very much um, uh, that, yeah overlap with that saying that, you know, loads of people are saying that it's better, better for search term visibility. And then we have Dave replying to question two saying second to the LinkedIn targeting. 
And then we have Leo replying to question one saying, yes, I try to get all my clients on both. Cast the widest net for people who are looking for your business then optimize by paying what the traffic is worth. Julie Bicini replies um, to question two saying available data, of course, and CBCs are always lower than on Google. I agree. When I was using uh, Microsoft advertising, I found it to be the same. Brad Badovsky replies to question two saying, I think the LinkedIn targeting is neat and presents great opportunity. I also like that while they share a lot of similarities to Google, Google ads, there are some distinct differences such as um, Microsoft ads and all the placements that are unique to Microsoft's advertising. Actually, he said um, there are there's lots of similarities to Google um, ads. There are some distinct dif- differences such as MSAN even and all the placements that are unique to Microsoft advertising. Nava replies to question two saying they're import for campaigns that don't need Microsoft as advertising specific rules of engagement and their shopping campaigns mechanics. And then here we've got John replying to Julia where he says, hot tip, particularly for luxury brands, people who work at companies that pay well would make a smart audience later. And then we've got Amanda um, replying to question two saying, I'm feeling awesome about Bing Ads ability to reach high end consumers right now because a client sold a luxury condo this week from a lead they tracked back to Bing. Nice. Nava replies to question two saying, "Um, I also need to give a huge shout out to their campaign or ad group settings that let us consolidate campaign structure and get more bang for our buck. They make it easy to do national or international campaigns focused on personas instead of time zones um and then yeah julie goes on to question three but we do get some more answers to question two um, later on so don't worry and uh, she goes what are the top one or two things you are loving on on any ad platforms and i don't think there's quite a quick answers for this yet so i gave in my answer saying that i think the thing that will um you know out outshine any platform will only will outshine if they're doing better for um in terms of automation automation and not automating everything better for you know ad creation um, and better for search term <laughs> search term results that they show for that sam replies to question two saying linkedin ads is brilliant and looking forward to seeing more of it integrated into microsoft ads uh, microsoft's targeting layering plus op- options more robust at an ad group level is quite handy. And then we've got Cami Karras replying to question three, saying it's all about the data and targeting options. Um, and then we've got Julie saying that there is not a lot of love these days. Yeah, no, Microsoft Ads needs more more support. Jenny, um, Jenny Williamson replies to question two, saying support lower CPCs, usually higher conversion rates. Um, seems like there's also been more frequent updates for ad extensions and ad features and then julie goes on to question four saying um asking i know that yeah this one will have lots of responses saying as the definition and application of automation continues to evolve what is your point of view on forced automation e.g automated ad copy recommendations the shift to enhance manual cpcs etc amada replies i'm digging um in reply to question three saying i'm digging lead form extensions in google ads and linkedin ads i said this last chat but it's still true um, and then we've got, um, yeah, Nava Hopkins went in reply to Julie where she said there's not a lot of love these days. Nava replies, got to find the things to love. Relationships take work. And when ad platforms go through their phases, we have to help them bounce back through tough love or otherwise. That sounds like that was like a very profound answer and more of um, something you hear from a couple's um, therapist. <laughs> Um, but in answer to question four, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> 
to another uh, replies to question three saying audiences being cross-platform i love the connectivity of understanding your ideal customer and being able to target personalized creative and prospect based on ad platform or first party audiences management apps are cool Two, amanda replies to question four saying it's my opinion on forced automation no thank you please uh, melissa mckee replies automation is fine forced automation is not and yeah that's what i agree with um, as well automation often does not work for b2b due to different buying cycles customer types etc don't force us into it julie replies to question four saying i'm automatically opposed to anything that is forced i want to be a partner in automation where i can utilize its benefits and have them help performance but also have a real way to help guide it that part is missing for the most part right now bryce liggins replies to question four saying forced automation is the worst it takes away the control and eliminates our ability to test its performance um into question four um cami Karras replies saying look i understand automation can be helpful but i have the same view of it in paid search as i do seo if you rely on automation how will you ever surpass your competition when i comp when a company sells the exact same products to you and your competitors you all lose um brett brodowski replies question three saying i've been really digging video campaigns as of recent there's a lot of different things you can test there and that excites me i also love that there's always more to learn when it comes to ad platforms or digital marketing in general definitely there's always more to learn brett jenny replies question four saying i'm okay with automation but no one likes to be forced into anything especially when it feels like such a black box as to how it actually works and when it's new enough that it's still learning all that feels like it does is throw performance in a blender sean ellie replies question four saying strongly against if they let me test automation i will but as soon as the platform starts forcing it I am like trying to get a cat in a bathtub and there is a gif that this guy shows, um, that Sean shows of, of a guy trying to pull a cat into somewhere. This actually looks more like torture. Poor kitty. <laughs> it does survive though. <laughs> um then sarah steeman replies to question three saying um i like the interface um set up for google i used to exclusively use the editor and spend a lot of time in spreadsheets today it takes longer but i'm forced to use a more creative personal touch in my ad copy versus a spreadsheet full of con concatenation formulas love me some concatenation formulas nava replies to question four saying i'd be more for it if transparency was still the norm where i struggle is more spend missing search term data seeing bids or budget spike without a good reason and conversion tracking become optional and then we have Brad Bodowski replying to question four saying, my stance is that I'm not all at all fond of forced automation unless you can prove with data that my account is now doing better as a result. Automated ad copy just doesn't seem viable for most of my clients at this time due to the quality of the recommendations. Nava replies to question four as well saying, on the flip side, I've been continually impressed with similar audience audiences, lookalike audiences, especially when based on first party data, so long as automation allows human um, guardrails negative keyword pin creative etc we're looking at a net positive oh let's hope so i don't see how that's yet um david galigues replies to question four saying as we've discussed previously automated is more acceptable with more transparency if we aren't controlling the dials it would be nice to know what they are less black box um in reply to um julie where julia said it all depends on the end goal doesn't it um is it homogenized the way accounts are set up and managed or performed to make more dollars for the platform to leave room for professionals to drive strong 
stronger performance in accounts. Um, so yeah, this is all the discussion between forced and um, and John was asking whether there can be a compromise between forced and simply recommend. Um, and yeah, John replies to Judy there where he says, correct, and my two cents is that there's often a disconnect between intent and perception. Having seen how the sausage is made, I promise you the end user, you are at the center of conversation. How can this or that be made more efficient? Well, yeah, it doesn't seem like Google is putting us at the center of the conversation. But yeah, I hope definitely Microsoft are. Um, Julie then gives another answer to question four saying, let's also be real here too. A lot of the automated components and suggested components are always universally awful, which does not help my attitude towards being marched towards forced adoption of the automation. Yeah. Everything depends, as as um, Amalia loves saying. Everything depends in terms of automation. Automation is not just the you know a, a one black box fix for every kind of account. It all depends on the type of account, the industry they're in, how big or small the account is, and loads of other factors. Julie goes on to question five, saying, "If you could make changes to the ad platform, what would you choose?" to automate oh choose to automate i feel that there was a kind of question like that last week and i loved uh, amalia's answer where it was i would like to automate um yeah clients client communications <laughs> that'll be funny sarah steeman replies to question four saying anytime i hear the word forced i get scared and while some of the automatic automatic suggestions have been okay it's about a 15 percent 15 percent okay versus 100 percent and we like our clients getting way more than okay we want to nail that emotional benefit that emotional or benefit sweet spot in our accounts shooting for great um then dogar thomas replies to question four um, ish he says i'm curious about the issue of this data too complex to analyze as a human how do we better communicate to analysts and clients that this variation is within error bounds either in you need more data or bigger changes um and then yeah Nava. in reply to nava where nava said on the flip side i've been continually impressed with similar audiences and lookalike audiences john replies 100 this human guardrails are key remember mark poirier giving a talk years ago about how automation or ai is only as good as the human controlling it or telling it what to do exactly it's the whole garbage in garbage out uh, methodology isn't it um and nava also replies to john where john has said is there a compromise to be held between forced and simply recommend Nava replies, Google tried that, making optimization score tied to partnership status and dismissing recommendations didn't count. Oh, that was an awful time. It was inevitable. They backed off. There's currently no business intake process to truly understand the business. If there were, we might be more open. And in response to question five, we have Julie going that I like the idea of something like responsive search ads, which feels like a good combo of vast platform data access and my specific knowledge in what to put in ads. Would love to see more data about performance and combo so I could improve my inputs more. Um, and then, yeah, I've, I put an answer, but I saw, I said, well, so sorry to myself, forgot to add the PVC chat handle. Um, and this was an answer to um, a question four. Actually, my answer to question three, where I said I, um, I reckon any platform that gives us more data and isn't automating everything will have an edge. John said, replied, well, automation is question four, so would be curious to know your thoughts on good versus, good automation versus bad automation, if there's anything else to add on top of what we said last week. Um, and I was like, I don't necessarily think there's bad automation. I love automation. There's either good automation or forced automation. And um, yeah, and so yeah, it's all about giving us more levers to pull and push and allowing 
owners to control, um, allowing us to control and stop an automation when it's producing the wrong results instead of our solution of just turning it all off together and just not trusting it. Um, so yeah, just allow us more control and just don't keep it as a black box. Um, Julie then gives another answer to question five saying, I also would like to see more about, about how the automation thinks in general. The technology is still so young to build trust in it. If you care about that at all, there could be more data available to see how conclusions were reached again to help guide or augment. And then in reply to question five, Sean Ellerith goes, I have used scripts in the past to do negative keyword mining. Basically, if it doesn't contain X, then add as negative. That would be a helpful tool, especially with match type changes. Bryce Liggins replies, my favorite automations are rules-based rules based, um, if statements with and or or conditions and a large library of metrics or dimensions to work with. This way, I'm still in control, but accounts are always optimized. And then we have Melissa McKee replying to question five saying something that would be cool to automate is to add recommended audiences and observation. I'm always happy to target audiences as long as they perform and adding them to observation automatically would be a time saver. Julie replies question, um, Julie gives us question six now saying, what would you like to see happen with Microsoft advertising features? Features added, functionality changed. Nava replies to question five, though, saying automatic reporting emails that would customize, that could customize auto translation services. I test that to expedite market penetration and keeping bid management automated with human controls. Um, I don't know if I want to have automatic tr auto translated translation services because you always have nuances to what different languages do. Um, and what, you know, like what you're trying to, yeah, what they're trying to mean, well, yeah, what different things mean and how they can be different words depending on seniority and those kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I think that could be a bit of a tricky one. Um, Tim Jensen replied, uh, replies to question six saying more LinkedIn targeting features. Um, and then we have to question six as well. Dogar Thomas saying biggest things is transparency into the audience ads would go a long way into providing trust in that network. Nava replies to question six saying I'd like more diagnostics for new customers. The first 30 days are the toughest to prove the value of the network. And I often have to rely on charisma to keep clients engaged during the ramp up period. Anything to help that would be awesome. Um, and yeah, we've got, um, yeah, John Lee replies to Nava saying, don't underestimate um, charisma, Nava. Um, Dabba goes, there's a limit to how much charisma can do if a client is taking longer than 50 days, 15 days to see performance data with best practices accounted for. To be fair, if I have this problem with Google too, but for some reason they're willing to give them more time um yeah and john replies to as well to nava saying auto translation service is interesting might have to pick your brain on that one day yeah but i think automatic automated um translation services mm, i'm not convinced um, um dave replies to question five saying related i think of negative keyword generation from unrelated search spikes for me in the healthcare space i would also love to see more collision control between campaigns on accounts um reply to question six julie goes i'm going to say it make match types meaningful again i love that i was almost thinking what could be the acronym for that so that's mmma yeah, I know that doesn't really work. We need a we need a bit more vowels in that for that to be a thing. Um, Melissa Mickey replies, um, I think it's this to um question five. 
Um, she had said something that would be cool to automators to add recommended recommended audiences in observation. And John Lee replies, based on preset criteria, add all, add some. Would love to know more on this. Melissa replies, I'm down with adding any, any relevant audiences as long as they're observation. Sometimes the results are surprising. And yes, would be good to have criteria or guardrails we can set ahead of time. John replies, this is awesome and something I hadn't really thought of before. Love it. Julie replies, I really like this idea, as, um, especially as hopefully LinkedIn audience data gets more and more integrated into Microsoft advertising. Yes, that's true. And Melissa agrees. Yes, the great thing about audiences is we can easily test them out without killing our performance. The barrier is just time researching. And then in response to question six, we've got John Kagan going, I swear, I asked them once a month for once a month for this website call tracking video ads and quit telling me to place a recommendation in a forum so people can vote on it. Also, stop changing your damn name. <laughs> okay, John does not like this. Um, in answer to question six, um, Brad Vadoso go, goes, I'd love to continue um, releases of new extensions like the filter extension and action extensions. I'm always looking for new things to test into and explore more ways to quickly highlight and uncover trends. Something similar to Google Ads explanations too. Julie then goes, what questions do you have for John um, about Microsoft advertising? When I answer to question six, um, Dave goes off ad platform recommendation, more dedicated reps at lower spends. I'd spend more time, no doubt, uh, more, I'd spend more over time, no doubt, but I have issues. Um, another replies to question seven in terms of asking John a question. What's your favorite video and board game? <laughs> um, John, um, making it work. <laughs> favorite video and board game? Um, anyway, Redwood goes, um, is there anything that in the pipeline that you can publicly disclose, um, that that's not already, um, known? I ask also if you're allowed to say what's in the automation pipeline for, um, Microsoft advertising, um, so in response to Nava, where she asked about favorite video game, John replied, based on time spent playing Sea of Thieves is my number one video game right now and board games. Okay, we're not going to continue with that. Uh, Nava then goes on to ask uh, another uh, question for, for John saying, in all seriousness, really interested in what you see as Microsoft advertising myths versus innovation Areas we um, sometimes get complacent in how we think about ad networks, and it would be helpful to get your perspective on that. And yeah, John goes think thank think that's a topic for blog post or other format. I just did a video a bit ago of some of the platform level myths, and there's a link to that which I'll add in. I'll noodle on it. I'm publishing something very soon. Um, yeah, Julie also then gives, has a question for John saying anything you can share with us about how LinkedIn and Microsoft advertising are planning to integrate more this year. And in answer to my question about what automation, what's in the automation pipeline, John goes smart stuff, campaigns, shopping and other digital marketing center partnerships with Microsoft Garage. Um, there's always work on the bid algorithms and a whole lot more. Stay tuned. And I go like, yeah, I really do hope you guys restore dignity to smart um, because from what I hear, Google ads aren't doing a great job of that yet. Um, and yeah, John was like, good feedback. Thank you. And another question for um, 
John Lee from John Kagan going, um, yes, John, in seven years, I have literally had more than 12 agency reps just changed over on me again. Hard to build a relationship with them. Is there a way to stop doing that? Also publish requirements for agency partnership tiers. Um, in answer to question six, we've got Sarah Steeman going, um, I have PTSD from a, from a liberal matching experience on the platform. We're spending less money, so maybe I could spend less time babysitting. If there were tighter guardrails, I'd easily expand clients in that direction as it, it's, um, it is I'm babysitting Google. It's like I'm babysitting Google, I think she means that. Um, and then we've got um, Judy taking us to question eight, last question of the day, saying we publish a lot of content at Microsoft Advertising covering a lot of topics. Are we hitting the mark? If not, what would you like to hear from us? So obviously, these questions have been from John, wanting to get more about getting feedback about Microsoft Advertising, which will then go back um, to them, which I think has been quite clear here. Um, and so, yeah, but in reply to John Kagan, where he was talking about, you know, agency reps and partnerships. Um, yeah, John replies to that saying, agency partner tears, I'll get back to you, John. RE agency reps, I will surface this, common feedback, but as long as it is a pain point, continue to provide it, please. So yes, hopefully there'll be a bit more stability uh, with that. And um, John also, uh, Julie also asked John saying, where can people find the content Microsoft ads is, uh, the content Microsoft ads is publishing. I'll be giving um, links to that. I'll be yeah giving the links that John provide for that. I think I'm going to do another link tree um, set of links um, because yeah, I want the the one I have of PPC chat to look a little bit more um, slim lined. Anyway, look out for that. Um, Brad replies to question eight saying the content I wish to see from Microsoft advertising is anything pertaining to updates, what's next, best practices and strategies. Nava replies, I genuinely love the trends report you guys do. I do think there'd be value in a hidden gem round of content if you're not already doing it to help new and old Microsoft advertising practitioners alike get value out of the platform. And that brings us to end of our chats today. Yeah, so that was some very in interesting questions from John mainly and from Julie as well about Microsoft advertising. I hope you found some great useful nuggets from there and um, for hopes of the future of what's coming up in terms of automation, audiencing, audiences, LinkedIn strategies and that partnership. That's a great partnership that I just think they should continue to be making the most of. We'll also be on Clubhouse tomorrow. So if you want to join that, that'll be 4 p.m. GMT and 12 p.m. Um, Eastern time um, in the U.S. Um, so, yeah, that is that's going to be some exciting time. And I keep missing it, but I'm really going to be determined to miss to make tomorrow's clubhouse chat um this time so yeah hope you've taken um, some great takeaways and really enjoyed that if you want to chat about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solutions do get in touch with me by sending me a message or just following me on twitter on the handle the marketing anu um, or find me on LinkedIn um, with the handle The Marketing Anu or just on my, under my name. Um, but yeah, remember if you're here for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.